Hey moms, it's Dorinda. Um, I've been spending some time with the Lord, a lot of time with the Lord over the last few days. And today specifically, God brought some things to my mind that I really feel like uh, He wants me to share with you. I believe that when God shows us things that are encouraging, that if it's at all possible, we need to share it with each other. So uh, if you don't know me, I'm uh, married to Daryl. We've been married for 30 years. We have eight kids. The ages are 29 down to 15. We have six grandkids, and we've been homeschooling for about 24 years. But today what I want to talk to you about is not specifically homeschooling, but um, if you're home with your kids and schooling, then... um, you know, these things would apply to that as well. But what I really want to talk about is what's going on in our culture. Hi, Spring. Good to see you here. Um, I don't want to go too much into it because we're all, uh, we all know, we know what's happening. We know the, um, we have our own thoughts about what's going on in the church. We have our own thoughts about what's going on in the world around us. We have our own thoughts about masks versus not masks. And, um, I'm not really wanting to dive into any of that today. Uh, What I want to dive into specifically is the spiritual battle that's going on, um, and specifically for us as moms, um, because we are the gatekeepers when it comes to our kids. We are the ones who decide what they're exposed to and what they're not exposed to, and the enemy knows that when we are weak, um, he can get to our children. And he wants nothing more than to get to the next generation if he possibly can. And we are the ones who stand in the gap for that. So it's essential that our mental health, our emotional health, and more than anything, our spiritual health, because that affects everything else, mental, emotional, and physical. So I wanna address the spiritual issues that are going on right now. I can only speak from my own experience, and my own experience lately has been uh, gut-wrenching. Uh, to say the least. Um, The last few days I've had trouble with just my chest feeling tight every time I start to uh, read certain things and I'm really trying to stay off of social media but even thoughts going through my head um, can bring up these feelings of anxiety. And so I wanna share with you some things that have happened over to me over the last couple of days and I wanna share uh, what God has, I believe he's shown me um, because they're, they're truths from his word, but more than anything, um, more than principles, more than rules, uh, we need Jesus. We need the person of God. And, and I think that's where we need to really stop and think for a minute because our society tells us we're just under-resourced and so we just need another resource. So if we could read the right book or we would do the right Bible study, then we would have peace, right? And so we tend to, to, and those things aren't bad. I mean, obviously God uses books, he uses Bible studies, but what I wanna talk about today um, has to do, I wanna start with how we're, fe- how we're feeling, how I was feeling, kinda where the Lord led me, and then uh, what I believe he is calling us to right now, okay? So hang in there with me if you possibly can. I'm gonna try to really stay on point and not get distracted. But, okay, so yesterday I was thinking through how, as I was talking to the Lord about how I was feeling confused, 
overwhelmed. And this is something I've been feeling so much over the last few months with so much information and trying to make the right decisions and trying to be discerning, trying to stay abreast of the latest whatever um, information so that I can make the best decisions because the truth is I want to do the right thing. And I feel like most people want to do the right thing. They want to, um, they want to protect people or they want to take care of their families or, you know, and we're all feeling guilty for whatever decision we happen to make. If we decide this is best over here, we have this person over here telling us we're not compassionate, we're not caring, we're not caring about this group over here and um, we're selfish for wanting to work, we're selfish for, um, just everything. It, it's condemnation everywhere we turn. You guys, that is not of God. God tells us in his word that we are not under condemnation. Jesus has paid the price for that, okay? So let's stop riding that train. Let's, uh, as my friend Heidi said, just pack my bags right now. I'm not going on this guilt trip with you. Okay, so this time that we're living in is going to require us to be bold, to be courageous, but we have to have our feet on solid ground in order to do that, right? So I'm hoping that I can give some of that to you today. So I was thinking about how confusing everything is, and it's just, it's constantly trying to get myself out of a state of confusion. And I get to the point where I can't even think anymore and there's no words and I'm a word person and I just don't even want to say any more words. I want to hear any more words. I don't want to read any more words. I just feel like a zombie, okay? Well, this explained it because I realized I have seen the enemy over the years. He does what I call ruling by confusion. So what happens is he keeps us in a state of confusion and by doing that, he gains control. And I wondered about that. I thought, what does that actually mean? Is that, is that actually a principle? And so I looked up the words ruling by confusion. I ran across one thing and this really got my attention. It is um, called a confusion principle. And the principle is that a drowning person will clutch at a straw. So push them underwater and then offer them a straw. Okay, do you see where this is going? So this is how it works. It starts first by breaking patterns. Repeating patterns of events help us predict and feel a good sense of control about the world. When patterns are disrupted, then we become uncertain, losing control. Okay, we've all felt that. We've had certain expectations. Um, I was hoping that our uh, governor would not put a mask order in place because I believe that should be a personal choice. Um, however, he did that and then some. And so that's just one of the things. Uh, please don't get hung up on that. If you're for masks, you know, I'm sure that you have done your research and you, you, I completely, you have full right to, to make that decision. Um, but I'm just giving you an example. You know, a governor makes a decision, we're disappointed and, and, and we're, we're con we've constantly had expectations that have not been met over the last three or four months. We expected this to be over with, right? Okay, so now we have this feeling of losing control. So then we get this unexpected surprise. When we predict, we set up an expectation. When the expectation does not meet what was predicted, we are surprised and confused and have to stop to figure out what go, what's going on, okay? So things are happening so fast, expectations are so not being met um, that we are constantly in this state of confusion. So then what happens is we get it sends us inside. And so we end up 
thinking so hard about things that we, um, and so deeply that it puts us actually literally into a trance. That's what this says here. Hypnotists actually use this to put people in a trance. So as you struggle to find meaning where none exists, the assumption that an answer must exist sends you on an ever deepening spiral. This is what happens with, you know, wear masks, don't wear masks. Do this, don't do this. We're constantly feeling there's no answers. This is, it feels like we're not finding answers out here, right? So we've got this, so now we're clutching at straws. Increased stress leads to a point that we go from seeking the best solution to the problem at hand to seeking a solution just to reduce the stress. So do you see the cycle going on here? So this ruling by confusion, and then it goes on um, into one of the most common ways to do this is to simply overload people. Okay, I feel overloaded. This is this describes exactly how I've been feeling and it. Just keep giving them things until they crack, okay? I'm there, I've been there, I've been like on the verge of feeling that way. It's especially effective if what you're saying is of interest and makes them think and want to respond. What happens, okay? Somebody says something on social media you don't agree with or you do agree with and you feel like you have to respond to it. All of a sudden you've gone down that road. So overload is then multiplied when it's being communicated um, as complex or difficult to understand. You guys been there? It's constantly changing. Okay, so there that's that in a nutshell. So we see the enemy is ruling by confusion. Whether um, people are doing this intentionally or not, I'm not even gonna say because I believe we're in a spiritual battle. So I believe there are uh, that the enemy is at work. And so I want to encourage you to not let yourself go down all those roads that are going to bring more confusion, more complexity. We've got to simplify our thinking. Okay, we have to simplify what we're focusing on, okay? So let's talk about that for a minute. Um, so here are the four things I wanna talk about. Um, actually, it's just three. And this is what the Lord was showing me. Um, in Jeremiah 2.13, it says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and they have hewn out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Okay, so here's what happens. We tend to dig ourselves, we, we thirst, okay? So we're walking through a desert right now, we're thirsting. I have been feeling condemned that I have just been struggling so much because I've been walking with the Lord for years. I know his word, I know how to pray, and I've been struggling like crazy and feeling under condemnation. So I've been talking with the Lord about this. What is going on here? And God showed me, Dorinda, every time you're anxious, every time you feel needy, every time you feel oppressed, that is your, your soul thirsting for me because you have been made to thirst for living waters. We are all as humanity thirsting for living waters, but here's the deal. Are we going to settle for the cisterns that we try to dig out? You know, like we go onto the side of the road and we dig a pothole and we call it good water and it's not. Instead, there's parasites in it and all kinds of things that will destroy us. 
God said that Jesus is the only place that we're going to find living water in his word. And in that relationship, that real life relationship with Jesus, that person of Jesus, it's not going to happen by rules. It's not going to happen by principles. Principles are good, but they all it all comes down to our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so uh, here's the thing. We don't want to be digging cisterns. Now, when I'm running down social media and I'm trying to find all these answers, and I'm not saying you can't do that, I'm saying be careful that you're not digging cisterns, okay? These cisterns that will never satisfy, that will literally make us sick, don't settle for those. Seek out the fountain of living waters that only comes from Jesus. It only comes from his word. Don't settle. Okay, so this feeling of oppression, this feeling that is bearing down on us, I want you to think about that feeling because it was very similar to another feeling that Jesus dealt with, and it was the harsh rules of religion, okay? So we are hearing some harsh rules. I would go as far as to say that some of these things that are happening in our society are sounding more like a religion. If you don't do this, then you are evil. If you don't do this, or you don't say this, or you don't post this, then you are not a good Christian. If you disagree with something that's going on at your church, you are not a Christian, okay? You should be ashamed of yourselves. You need to submit, okay? These things are bearing down on us, okay? There are verses that talk about submitting to authority. That is a whole different topic that I will deal with. I can deal with some other time, but you can go and read your own Bibles, but I guarantee you it is not a harsh rule of religion. And that's what Jesus is talking about in this particular passage. And I want to read it to you. I want you to think about the things that are bearing down on you right now, the heaviness, the oppression, specifically the things that are weighing you down. And I want you to let Jesus speak to that right now in his own words as he speaks to the harsh rules of religion. Okay, are you guys ready for this? This is the message version, Matthew 28, 11 to, uh, no, I'm sorry, Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Says this, are you tired? worn out, burned out on religion. You could replace that with burned out on these oppressive things that are being put on us. Come to me. This is Jesus speaking to you. Listen, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. Living waters. I'll show you, this is Jesus. He will personally show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Let's watch the patterns of Jesus. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Can you imagine? God is saying, It is possible for us, Jesus is saying, it is possible for us to live freely and lightly in the midst of all of this. God is a God of opposites. The world wants to put oppression on us. The enemy wants to oppress us. God is saying, you are free. You are free. Why are you free? Because he has ransomed you. 
He has called you by name. He says, when you walk through the waters, he will be with you. Do you hear that? Can you feel his presence? So let Jesus show you how to walk in unforced rhythms of grace in your life, in your family, in your home. Moms, let your home be a place of safety, of refuge, a place where his spirit dwells, where living waters flow. You are able, you are able to do this because the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. Don't let that spirit of oppression keep that living water from flowing in and through you. He wants to use you, moms. We're not good at everything, but there are things we are good at. Okay, so work from those places of strength. Recognize what God has gifted you with and use those gifts on your kids. If it's words of encouragement, don't stop encouraging them. If it's acts of service, keep loving your kids through acts of service, doing things that show them that that you love them. Also, be aware of their love languages. What is it that, you know, do they need words of encouragement? Do they need quality time? You guys, this is the time and the place to just bear down into that. You know, it says a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish one tears hers down. That's what it says in Proverbs. The enemy wants us to tear our families down, and we don't want to do that. We None of us wants to do that, but we can unintentionally do that if we are not allowing Jesus to be to give us our marching orders instead of the world. We aren't allowing Jesus to show us how to walk in unforced rhythms of grace instead of letting ourselves be slaves to a harsh taskmaster. If you are feeling like God is a harsh taskmaster, that is not him. It's the enemy disguising himself as an angel of light. It's not God. I'm telling you that right now. God is not harsh. He is a gentle shepherd who loves to lead you. And can I recommend a book for you? It's not my book. (laughs) It's a book from a long time ago. It's um, a book called um, The Shepherd's Perspective on Psalm 23. It was written in the 70s. I can't, I'll, I'll put it in the in the comments, but you guys, if you want to learn the heart of God and you want to trust him fully, and the only way we're going to trust him is if we really believe he's a good and gentle God, this is the book for you. And then read it again, thinking about it in the terms of parenting, because Jesus shepherds us as we shepherd our children. When we allow Jesus to, his gentleness to flow into us, it flows through us and out to our children and we shepherd them like he shepherds us. So if we see him as a harsh taskmaster, that's kind of how we're going to tend to parent and homeschool. That's not what God has for us and it's not what God has for our kids. And it's, it seems like it's such a long ways away, but it's not. It's so close. You know, Jesus, uh, I, there's a scripture that says, um, you know, uh, that says, um, I, God says, it's in Isaiah, he talks, um, uh, speak to us. He does speak to us in a still small voice, but he, uh, he says in this passage, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember it. He says in this passage that he, um, why would I tell you to seek me if I could not be found? 
He wouldn't tell us to seek him if he couldn't be found. My point is, it doesn't take very long. It it can feel like from here to a long ways away, but it's just right there. God's there. He's right there. His presence is right there. So I just want to encourage you in that. So let him show you how to walk in unforced rhythms of grace. And the last scripture I want to read to you is Psalm 90, verse 14. It's just a piece of it. And it just has really just hung on to me today. It says, satisfy me, Lord, with your steadfast love. How quickly we forget the steadfast love of the Lord that never ceases. His mercies that never come to an end. They are new every morning. So every morning when we get up, whatever challenges we're going to face, he has new morning mercies, new mercies for that day. I don't have mercies today for what I'm going to face tomorrow. I have mercies for today. He promises that. So I just want you to be encouraged to remember not to dig your own cisterns, not to try to drink water out of those muddy holes. They're far less than what God has for you. Don't settle for anything but the fountain of living waters. And I would even challenge you to go look up all the scriptures on living waters. I've just begun a study on that myself. It is so good. Let the Holy Spirit just take you where he wants to take you as you read more and more and more about living waters. And don't feel guilty because you need that, that, um, that's, that, a soul satisfaction that you're thirsty all the time. You guys, these needs we have, this anxiety, these struggles we're having, all it does is show us that our souls are thirsty. And I told my daughter this today. Would you ever condemn someone who was walking through a desert at 120 degrees? Would you ever condemn them for needing a drink every 10 minutes? No, you would say, of course they need a drink every 10 minutes. It's 120 degrees out there and it's dry as a bone. They've got to drink that in order to stay healthy because your body starts to deteriorate. Did you re- do you realize that it, you can go longer without rest and longer without food than you can without water? Isn't that amazing? Our two greatest needs though are water and rest. Think about that when it comes to your spiritual life. So right now we're walking through a desert and God is doing a mighty work, you guys. We have no idea. He is at work and he is so far under the radar that a lot of us are having a hard time seeing it. I've been asking God for a vision to see some of what he's doing and he's giving it to me. And I can talk about that a little bit later. I don't want to make this video too long, but my husband and I have some things to share. We'll probably share on our Facebook page uh, later today. But my encouragement to you is not to feel bad because your soul is thirsting. It just means that you you have you have a love for God. You have a need for Him. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be afraid to take the time to, to drink from that living water. Let Him satisfy your soul. Let Him satisfy your soul. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for the counterfeits that the enemy is going to try to distract you with. Don't settle for the cisterns and the muddy potholes. Drink only, fully, completely till you're satisfied from the fountain of living waters. Okay, I want to pray over you guys. Heavenly Father, thank you for every mom here who represents a family. And in doing so, God, there are many, many people represented here. 
God, I pray in the name of Jesus for your anointing on every mom. I pray that your gentleness and your Holy Spirit would flow through every mom here in the name of Jesus, that you, gentle shepherd, Jesus, would lead each and every mom. Show us how to walk in unforced rhythms of grace. Show us if we're being tempted to be satisfied from cisterns that do not satisfy. Cisterns we were never meant to drink from, God, but help us to follow you, to let the gentle shepherd lead us to that fountain of living waters and help us to live freely and lightly, Father, remembering your steadfast love that never ceases, God. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.